Welcome to Everything You Remember Sex. I'm one of your co-hosts, Matt. I'm Colleen. And I am your head reporter, Anoop Weathers, reporting live from the site of a grisly murder. God damn it, he did it. He did something. He did it. I Okay, I still- He I, always outshines I know us. every five episodes I make a point that it's stupid to do intros to a podcast, but okay. I still don't understand okay. why I do intros then why to don't a podcast. We, why don't we just do this for intros moving forward? I'm first because I'm a lady. You're second. Anoop's always it's last because he order always that has matters. something. It's the fact no. of introducing. We have to introduce ourselves. Did you listen to the most recent of Bim Bam? Where they talk about their introduction and they riff with it and it's like hilarious. But you need the introduction. You need to introduce yourself. Yeah, Matt, I, I got to agree. You got to d- introduce yourself. You never know what's going to be somebody's first episode. Or they just don't listen and they only look for things they like, like, you know, on a topic-based podcast. Like, yeah. Well, one thing I know everybody loves to hear in their podcast is talking shop about podcasts. So let's right, just right, get right. that segment out of the way. <laughs> if anyone fucking chooses Scream and Scary Movie as the diving in point to our podcast, I don't want them as a listener. I, 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 I patently disagree. This is a great starting off point. In fact, I consider this where the podcast really takes off. <laughs> yeah, retroactively when we're famous and they're inter- interviewing us at PodCon, which I'm assuming is a thing, but I'm just riffing with a name. Um, PodCon, the, I think, is a thing. Yeah, see? <laughs> They'll be like, oh, so where, do you, where was your inflection point? Where did the uh, podcast really get its legs? And We'll say this Scream, Scary Movie, Doubleheader. This is it. Okay, last pod, podcast, Shop Talk. I'll do. I'll go first. You'll go second. Anoop will always go last because Anoop's always the one with something witty. So let's just let him have it. Save the best for last. Yeah, I try not to think of anything until you guys start the intro. Also, <laughs> I'm like, okay, come up with something. It's like an improv game I'm playing with just me. I'm not funny enough to do that. So it's just always my name. So here we are. I'm the worst host. I'll just introduce myself. Hi, I'm Colleen. I'm the worst co-host. And then everyone will be like, oh. Yeah, we'll go with brutally honest from now on. Yeah. I'm just here so it's not two dudes talking to each other. No. Colleen, no. (laughs) Remember I said you were a podcast 10, I think? I don't know. I can't remember what I said, but... Yeah, I don't know what my podcast number is, but I definitely updated all of my social media platforms to reflect my my YouTube (laughs) 8... proud it's it's important to take pride in the things you do (laughs) and it's important not to tell people uh the flaws in your podcast at the start of the episode end of the episode they'll already know so it's no big deal right but (laughs) beginning of the episode they haven't found out yet hey i'm I'm colleen i'm your unfunny host they're like i'm gonna skip this podcast and yeah maybe i'm just saving them a bunch of time like it's like we all know which McElroy brother is the worst. It, right. We all know that, but we can't say it out loud, of course. That's true. I would never. Oh, so we're not going to all simultaneously say the worst Absolutely McElroy not. brother? Definitely not. Okay, can we... Best McElroy brother. Oh, okay. Count of three. This is going to be hard. We're over Zoom. We're not Zoom. Everything is Zoom now. We're over <laughs> Google Hangouts. Brought to you by Google Hangouts. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the okay. video quality is... Mediocre at best. <laughs> and constantly adjusting, which is kind of weird, but fine. Uh, okay, best McElroy on three. So I'm going to say one, two, three, go. And then you're going to say the McElroy brother that is the best. One, two, three, go. Griffin. Justin. 
Wow. I, I Actually, Justin feels like a very Colleen pick. I'll, I'll see that. All right, now let's do second best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my second best is Munch Squad, so it's going to yeah, be hard. Fair enough. Justin's clearly the best brother, and I won't hear it. Count Donut. <laughs> that was a good bit. It was. He's fucking funny. I, sorry, I have watched the Nuzlocke run, which is literally just Griffin talking during a Pokemon game multiple times. Griffin is the best brother. I mean, Griffin is the best brother. Uh, yeah, Griffin's really, Griffin's really fucking funny. He's the funniest. I just like. I think I have a special place in my heart for Justin because he laughs so hard at all of his own jokes, and I really resonate with that. So so far this podcast, we've had our own podcast shop talk, and now another podcast <laughs> shop talk. Okay, and- let's talk about fucking movies because we're doing another movie episode because movies are the best, and it's the easiest episode to make. I don't want to eat any more fucking lunchables, so here we are, <laughs> movies, <laughs> guys. What's your favorite horror movie? Ooh. Favorite horror movie. Probably If Follows. Ooh. That's a good one. A quick one. Colleen definitely didn't edit out any dead air. Matt had that answer right away. But now that I've said that, I've instilled in the listener the concept that we might have edited out some Right, <laughs> exactly. It was perfectly natural. Okay. And now you're like... Another shop talk item. I have to edit Matt's pauses out all of the time. I'm just very you're thoughtful. A sl- you're a slow-ass talker. No, I... My people hang on my words. That's true. Like they're like, oh, what? What is this incredible joke that he's gonna land? Me, I just have word vomit, and it's not funny. So at least you know. But oh. I never have to edit myself out. So. I mean, word vomit would definitely be funny enough for scary movies. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> or more specifically, word farts would be funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, favorite horror movie. Yeah. I hate horror movies, so um. I've seen two of them, <laughs> probably. Scream and scary movie. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I guess I don't really consider Scream, but like I honestly haven't seen many, and the ones that I have, I think the ones that I liked, but I would not watch again. I liked it, but I would not watch it again. The newer one, I didn't see the old one. I think there was an old one. I also really liked it, Ballers, but that one I could watch again. That one felt like less. I don't like jump scares. Sure. Yeah, jump scares are played out, and they're very, they were very popular for a certain generation of movies. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't watch it again? It doesn't, it's not scary the second time you watch a scary movie. (laughs) Maybe, but I think you're forgetting that when I'm watching the movie for the first time, I'm not really watching it. I'm putting my hands over my eyes, asking Matt, what's going on? (laughs) Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the cipher to what is happening. There Give we me go. a play-by-play. Tell yeah. me what's happening. What's 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 happening? I mean, that's a choice. That's a choice. That's a vibe. So then, if if it's not horror movies, what's your like? What's your go-to childhood Halloween tradition? Hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas slash uh, Hocus Pocus, but doesn't have to be a movie either. Also, just like how do you celebrate Halloween? This episode comes out what like a day before Halloween. This is the the Halloween episode. Yeah, this is the Halloween episode. I think my favorite Halloween traditions are carving pumpkins, which we like never do because we lived in a studio apartment for a while. We did when we got Felix. Um, and I like decorating a lot, but we don't have any decorations because we're not real adults. But like growing up, that was a thing. Like we had a bin full of Halloween decorations and we'd like all the window stickies and 
The spooky doorbell. Ooh. I like that. Nothing spookier than a doorbell. I remember it distinctly. It was like this button. It was like, it didn't hook up to a real doorbell because this is before things were cool um, and fancy, but it was like this little doorbell that we'd put near it. And it was like, it was like a slow knock. And then it would like, like a door opening. It would, it said, enter if you dare. That sounds, I, I'm, I'm quite certain I've pressed on that very doorbell at some yeah, point yes. in time in life. Yeah. Very nice. I bet now nowadays there's like a ring update where it'll be spooky if you want oh, it. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, for probably. Sure. If that doesn't exist, that's fucking a waste. <laughs> and these guys need to get a sense of humor. Totally I agree. agree. So for me, I, I don't feel like I got to do very many Halloweens. Like, I had a costume. I had Scream. The Scream costume, the robe and the mask. And I definitely wore that multiple years in a row and did like <gasps> trick-or-treating. Blasphemy. Reusing uh, the same costume? I was a paintballer like four times because <gasps> I had a paintball mask and I was like above no. like early middle school age. I guess y'all didn't have Sharon as a mom who made homemade so, it'd be like, probably criminal costumes. in the state we live in if Sharon she, was my mom. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, definitely. <laughs> it'd be very she concerning. Made us, she made us costumes every single year and like whatever we'd want to be until I got like into my teens, obviously. And then I'd go buy stuff. But like growing up when you're still young enough to go trick or treating and stuff, she would always make us costumes. And we were, we, and when we were really little, she would make us matching costumes and they were very cute. Yeah. I mean, I had an Asian mother, so that's not a thing that could, we were poor and Asian. So it's like, there's no way we're wasting money on multiple costumes. (laughs) I frequently just wore what my brother wore the year before. If I wasn't fat, I probably would have done that more often. But I was a very chubby child, so uh, more often than not, I was wearing his costumes that he was wearing only the year before as opposed to three years before, which, (laughs) you know, should have been a telling situation. But yeah, so no, I wore the same costume a lot. Uh, I remember the last year I went trick-or-treating, I literally put on a graduation gown and I just went out to get free candy and I did like a few houses and I was like, you know what? This is lame. (laughs) And I never did it again. Trick-or-treating loses its allure pretty fast. There's like a year where you're really good at it and like you're fast, like you optimize your trick-or-treating and then it just falls off after that. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to maintain steam. Yeah. But there was always a good there was a rich neighborhood nearby where you could go get a lot of like full-sized candy bars, so definitely used to hit that up. Good place. Long driveways though. Yeah. Tricky situation. Slow you down. See, we lived in the absolute countryside, so um we did not have rich neighborhoods nor did we have places where we could walk. Every year for Halloween, we'd either we'd drive. We would have to drive every single year. And we'd either drive to a neighborhood that was like in town that had like four sidewalks and like four blocks you could go walk around and actually trick or treat or we would drive to neighbors' houses like and pick up because our neighbors lived so far away from us that we'd drive to our neighbors' house, drive up there half a mile driveway like dirt road driveway up to their farm and then we'd be like trick-or-treat and then we'd drive to the next neighbor's house and do the same thing why does a house like that need a doorbell i don't know good question okay anyway um i feel like my my halloween transition period was always just picking out what my costume was going to be i didn't have nearly as a depressing existence where i 
had to be something my mom made or didn't get hey, any Hey, I got to pick my costume. I got to be cool things in hey. popular culture. No, 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 so. no. I'm going to pause you there. I got to pick up my costume every year. I've, I'm sure you've never been to Joanne's Fabric before. I've but absolutely not. As a kid, Correct. my mom would take me into Joanne's Fabric and they have, so they still have it to this day. So clearly the technology for sewing has not, I mean, sewing machines are great, but the rest of it's not. But anywho, you'd go in and there would be like a booklet for each like different designer for that made um, costume. What's it, what's it called? Like a blueprint. What's it called? A design? A plan? I don't know. Whatever. The blueprint for the costume. Pattern. Pattern. Thank you. Oh, my God. Whew. Uh, so you'd go in and you could flip through the booklet and like pick through and be like, oh, that's the costume that I want. So I got to pick my costume every year. So you pick like sad pumpkin or sad ghost or. No, they were really fun. Sometimes it'd be like a princess dress. Like my mom would dress me up as a princess. I'd be like, I want to be a princess. And she'd be like, great. And she'd like make the whole fluffy dress and I'd have a wand and it would have tulle all over it and it would be all puffy. It was great. Did you get to be green Power Ranger with an elastic strap so thin and so tight that I probably have brain damage from it? (laughs) (laughs) Like carving into my skull? Come on. I've never wanted to be green Power Ranger. Oh, well, that's your loss. Um... Or Anoop didn't give us his favorite scary movie. Nobody asked. It's fine. Whatever. I I thought we were doing a round robin thing. (laughs) No, no, no. no. I'd just be an asshole. Um, Let's see. Favorite scary movie to like show people. uh, I mean, get. I don't even consider Get Out all that scary, but Get Out's a really good one. Uh, uh, In more recent memory, I mean, Hereditary is the most fucky movie I've watched in recent memory, where I'm just like, this movie is fucked up, and I really enjoy it. Hereditary is the scariest movie I've ever seen. I don't think I could watch it. Yeah, Hereditary is terrifying, in my opinion. I thought it was scary, and you didn't. Therefore, if you think Hereditary is scary, I don't think I could sleep for weeks. I literally still get paranoid that the clown from it is in our house on a regular basis. We watched it a year and a half ago. Look, Colleen, he's paying rent. You have to stop treating your tenants this way. <laughs> Look, yeah, Pettywise, does he make a lot of noise when he's doing that freaky dance? Sure, <laughs> of course. But he's got to practice to spook those kids. <laughs> and the money still spends, you know. Fucking <laughs> COVID times. You can't be mad about a fixed income. Anyway, should we get into our actual topics, or Anoop, did we have any Halloweeny topics? Yeah, to- we oh need- man, uh, best trick or treating candy, I guess, would be the other. Natural is that discussion. not the same as just your favorite candy? Is it your favorite candy? I mean, that's the discussion, Matt. You, you, I posited a question. All right. Well, my- like, let's say your favorite candy is. I mean, it's not because you'd be a serial killer. But let's say your favorite candies, Peeps. They're really only like there's Halloween Peeps, but they're not being handed out to you because they're they come in big packages. So, like, your favorite candy could theoretically be not available on Halloween. My favorite candy is a worst marshmallow that they only sell. I mean, of it's clearly not. I hope someone hands out loose ones <laughs> in my dirty pillowcase that I'm gonna eat it out of later. Oh my god, did you did you trick or treat with a pillowcase? Yeah. That's did you trick or treat with a pillowcase? Yeah. So you maximize no, candy carrying. No, you get carrying. a fucking pumpkin, you psycho. You get a, a pumpkin, pumpkin. God, I'd be done with that after like a block. Yeah, that is. You know, so I see, Colleen. This is really like. 
I know the story you just told was about a low population density, but you do not understand the population density of New Jersey. <laughs> like, That's true. There are some fucking houses. Fucking pillowcase full of candy. Damn, I feel like yeah. I missed out. I mean, I definitely didn't. I loved Halloween as a kid. I also would love to just said like another memory for me for Halloween is just that like it's so unpredictable what the weather is going to be and I remember every year being like this is going to be my costume and then I'd either be sweating bullets in it because I made it my mom was like yeah let's make it like warm weather because or warm for the cold weather because it's going to be really cold and it'll be like 75 and raining or it would be like literally snowing and I just have to have my winter jacket over my costume so nobody could see my costume anyways. Yeah, there's not insignificant number of Halloweens where it was like a lot of kids in jackets in New Jersey or, yeah, with umbrellas and shit. It's funny to watch. Bunch <laughs> of losers. <laughs> All right. Well, aside from pillowcases. Anyways, okay, and candy. Favorite. Heaps, Fa- uh, yeah. My favorite candy is Kit Kats. And it is also an incredible Halloween candy because a fun size Kit Kat is just too bars of a regular Kit Kat bar like I love that about Kit Kats that it's not like some mini or anything like that it's just like a half of a Kit Kat package yeah yeah minis are smaller than they used to be right like we've created a new fun size that I've because I've seen small like tiny ass Kit Kats I'm like what the fuck are we doing here was yeah was our fun size not fun size enough we needed something smaller than that well this is interesting I think there is a mini and th- which is like a tiny square and then a fun size which is like the halloween size okay like well i guess minis have bar. gained in popularity because i see way more of them than i used to and i don't care for them well i could eat I- like seventeen thousand mini snickers so that just seems wasteful yeah, just yeah give me a, exactly give me four full-size snickers thank you <laughs> um, it, true i don't know noob what's your favorite candy well, Halloween My candy. favorite candy is Snickers. I think the Snickers bar is a perfectly designed bar, and its imitators, Three Musketeers and Milky Way, should get right the fuck out. <gasps> uh, they're both worse versions of the same candy. No, bar. I yeah. okay. Milky Way is my 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 pick, and I'm offended by the fact that I don't want peanuts the in peanuts my goddamn. No, I don't want peanuts in my candy. Snickers isn't. Milk- Snickers is the best engineered candy Twix bar. is a slightly... Actually, you know what? I'm, go, I'm changing my mind. Twix, because it is crunchy, and it's caramelly, and it's chocolatey. See, I can, ex- I can respect Twix. I think Twix is a very valid position to hold in life. If your favorite candy bar is a Milky Way, I, I don't agree, and I think you have bad taste. I love Milky Ways, but it's if I was literally, like... It's a textureless mess. Yeah. Eat a marshmallow. At least the marshmallow doesn't pretend to be something else, you know? A Milky yeah. Way is just a bar of nougat and shitty milk chocolate, okay? I love it. Hey, if somebody's like dark chocolate Milky Way, I'm like, okay, I can get behind that. Dark Mm-mm. chocolate, nougat, a little balance <laughs> between the flavors. Fucking regular ass Milky Way. Eat a spoonful of fucking sugar, you Pig. I would. Three Musketeers I is even worse, and Colleen likes Three Musketeers but I bars. I would. I do like Three Musketeers. I do like Twix. I do like Milky Ways. I don't really like Snickers. Yeah. As a kid, though, my favorite was Reese's. Uh, mm. As an adult, I have 
found Reese's peanut butter to be very wanting. And I kind of like like bougie Trader Joe's peanut butter cups over Same. Reese's. <laughs> yeah. The other problem with Reese's is that their chocolate is so bad. Like bougie peanut butter cups have like snap to their chocolate. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Reese's are just textureless, like soft. The only thing I do like, I like Reese's eggs and Reese's pumpkins still. So, so it's just a ratio to be heavy peanut I, I, butter. Yeah, it's something like it's. I don't like the peanut butter. It's clearly bad peanut butter. But something about that ratio, I'm just like, yeah, I'll fuck with this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my favorite candy to get was that's growing up, but I typically have always not been. I've I've leaned away from the chocolate candies and i like the this the fruity candies so it probably would have been like um and i know this is controversial but not tootsie rolls but the flavored tootsie rolls oh my god i loved like the lime fucking tootsie roll throw those at me i married a chaotic entity (laughs) it's truly baffling i can't i can't even fun dip is good fun dip is a excellent that it was a rare treat to get for halloween but it was always like fuck yeah also airheads Airheads. oh i love airheads but those weird like pastel tootsie rolls love them love them except for the vanilla fuck off with that and the chocolate honestly i just want the like fruity ones the orange one the i love regular tootsie rolls i mean at that point in time let's get some fucking starburst up with this bitch yeah we fucking around with tootsie rolls the problem is the starburst starburst Jesus. Starbucks. Starbucks. Star- I don't like the, the pink Starburst. So <laughs> the best flavor. I know. And but they were since they were the best flavor, I didn't like them. Like it's like guaranteed that every time I get the fucking two pack, it would be a two pack of fucking pink. And it's oh like that's God, everyone else's pink dream. Is like, or pink red. You no, know, I want red. I want red and I want yellow. That's what I want. You fucking psychopath. So I don't like the gamble of the Starburst. Yellow is the worst. Nah, I think yellow is better than orange. Never mind. Yeah. Red, yellow, orange, pink. Pink, red, yellow, orange. I like both yellow and orange. I like them just fine. I I actually don't have a flavor of Starburst that I don't enjoy. So Starburst. No, I like them all. They're all delicious. Multi-pack for me. I... Okay, so natural pair to best candy, and I think we've already kind of gotten into it, but what's the worst candy to receive, and what is the worst thing you have ever received as a trick-or-treater? I hated those strawberry candies, you know which ones I'm talking about, that are wrapped, and they, the wrapper looks like a like strawberry. A strawberry? Like oh, yeah. Fucking That's hated some old those. people shit, and I think people would use that in a joke if anybody knew the name of those candies yeah because we all know the name of werther's originals because they have great branding but no one can pull the tag of that like fucking yeah if if i went to somebody's house and they gave me a werther's original as a kid i probably would have been upset but right now i'm like yeah i'll fuck with a werther's man i made ice cream like three weeks ago that literally tasted like a werther's it was so good it was fucking good i hate those strawberry things i think necco wafers would also sneak in occasionally and those are just trash like yep. compacted trash discs yeah neko wafers are garbage um, i don't I'd even also, know where they come from i'd also like to suggest um whoppers fuck whoppers, whoppers. get the fuck out of here i uh i went year by year on whoppers but i did enjoy whoppers uh, as a kid those are my um, least favorite other than neko wafers 
Yeah. Necco wafers are garbage. Necco wafers tums. is like, why did I even go to this just fucking like, house? Thanks for the Tums, thing. I guess. The useless yeah. Tums. They're not even going to make my tummy feel better. After I eat all this fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> I also feel like I definitely did get like pencils and erasers and shit and i was always like fuck you yeah sometimes you get yeah. an eraser and you're like are you sure which holiday it is <laughs> yeah no those are super bad and the branded ones like the holiday themed ones they're also just low quality pencils they're like yeah. shitty yeah, give erasers. me the ticonderoga <laughs> number two or those uh big ass white erasers that could just erase the entire fucking universe yeah, yeah. with you the blue with the blue sleeve on them for yeah. you to grip yeah. onto oh, fuck, I forgot about the, sleeve. <laughs> the blue sleeves like the safety on that back yeah. they're like we don't want you to get a little too crazy <laughs> you, the shit. you might erase yourself so <laughs> be careful <laughs> um, oh man is there anything more visceral than sticking a pencil into an eraser like, did you guys do that? Oh, yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. I have good. little dots all yeah. over my eraser. God, you guys are fucking insane. No, no it feels good. Especially if you have a be... thin mechanical pencil. Mm-hmm. Just like... Like slices through it like yeah. a knife. Yeah. <laughs> One thing, never finished an eraser. Uh, that's like like no. chapstick or some shit. Erasers just go missing. They really do. Uh, but uh, the worst thing I received for Halloween, and I, it's like multiple people, fucking pennies. Where it's just like, you're so old that like, maybe during the Great Depression, you gave out fucking pennies because you could buy a full meal with that shit. But right now, I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? (laughs) Get rid of this copper bullshit. I can't eat this. What am I supposed to do with this? Effectively worthless. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Every once in a while, uh, things that I fucking ate, fucking banana Laffy Taffy. Get that shit out of here. That's a good one. I fucking fucking hated that. I dislike most Laffy Taffy. But like strawberry Laffy Taffy. Ooh, yes, please. Nah. I see that I landed if you on the on the spectrum of that texture of candy. I was like, I went back and forth on Tootsie Rolls. Every once in a while, I liked them during my life. But for the most part, I didn't really enjoy them. Starburst, I always liked. And then Laffy Taffy, I was like, this is, it's too chewy. I, I, there was, it just gets stuck in your teeth. Also, as a person who had braces, there was just a large period of time where it's like, nope, out of the question. That's fair. I never had braces, so. Yeah, Laffy Taffy has this weird journey where it's hard and then extremely chewy, so no. That's fair. Don't like it. That's fair. Um, Things that didn't hold, like, has your relationship with any specific candy changed over the year? And I, I can think of one that's standing out to me. Which is the Crunch Bar. I really used to like the Crunch Bar. Now when I eat it, I'm like, this chocolate is so shit. Yeah, I used to fucking love Crunch Bars. Um, Maybe one of the only candies where the mini size is also better than the... Or was better than the full size. Because the chocolate to crunch ratio is better. Um, But yeah, the chocolate is just so devastatingly bad now. But if you get uh, Crackle, which is Hershey's Crunch Bar, I love. Um, Or Mr. Good Bar. Does that love. exist in a full-size thing or only yes, in those does. variety packs? I only think I've ever had a mini one. I also love Mr. Good Bar, but yeah, it's uh, they're full-size. They exist. I think... Uh, sorry. Uh, Glad you're enjoying the podcast, Colleen. Yeah, I know. I'll edit it out. Um, <laughs> the Let's see. If I had a, like a candy that my relationship has changed with, I would probably say nerds. I used to love nerds, and nerds? now it's just like they're literally so hard they hurt my teeth. No, nerds are just for kids. Like only kids can handle like 
Well, yeah, because they're going to get new teeth eventually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like even you know? Laffy Taffy for me isn't too chewy. It doesn't get too stuck. Uh, Milk Duds probably also, now that I'm thinking oh about it. God, I fucking, oh, I weapons. mean, I would do anything for Milk Dud right now, but I also like, I can't, th- there's a time and a place. And I just, at this point, like as a kid, I could eat so many that like my cheeks would just be full of basically just caramel stuck in my teeth. But now it's definitely one of those like, I can have three yeah. of these and then I'm done. I'm not yeah. a Milk Dud guy. I, I, you'd get the box and you'd be like, is this Milk Duds or Whoppers? And when it was Whoppers, I was happy. And when it was Milk Duds, I was not. So yeah, it's the opposite. We would have been a great yeah. pair. Yeah, yeah. Good, good for candy trading. And then there's one where as a kid, I was like, fuck this. And now as an adult, I kind of do enjoy them. Uh, Almond Joy. Did not like it as a kid. Hated Fucking Almond love Almond Joy. Joy. I don't think I've ever yeah. had one. As an adult, the only thing, the only serious misstep with Almond Joy, which I'm sure they release a brand to fix this, is uh, a regular Almond Joy should have dark chocolate on it. And That's fair. Because Mounds, Mounds is dark chocolate and coconut, but I'm like, I need the almond to add some texture. So I'd love a dark chocolate Almond Joy. Mm. That would probably, I'd probably really enjoy that. I don't like dark chocolate, but I know I'm the only adult that says that. Well, dark chocolate with a, like, super sweet coconut filling makes oh, more so sense good. that's fair i don't really like coconut so dirt. that sounds terrible that sounds um, like my two least favorite things my my candy which i still like but i just can't it's similar to colleen's milk duds is watermelon sour patch kids yeah not that that i think this was like a halloween candy but i used to i could probably eat the like giant size of those in one sitting and now i'm like all right one Two. Yeah, now like if I ate the giant size of one sitting, I probably wouldn't taste my food for a week. So I just like don't <laughs> love sour as much as I did as a kid. Yeah. Zowers? No. Oh, Zowers were so good. Oh. I think the biggest change for me is just the amount that I've appreciated nuts in my candy. Because uh, I like like we talked about on the M&M episode, I'm a big peanut M&M stan. Love a peanut M&M. Uh love uh like snickers i much more enjoy now than when i was a kid it's just like texture man so many so much candy is just like the antithesis of existent it's not like anything you eat in in real life it's just like oh this is just a brown sludge enjoy it child just like a sugar vessel yeah that's fair which is probably why i like them all still yeah i'm a child so we're 30 something minutes into this episode for two movies yeah, they're the same movie. True. Well, we'll see how it goes. But we can always Every, edit it out. We fucking spent an hour and a half on Casper. <laughs> Casper was a revolutionary film. In the, in what in what regard? <laughs> uh, you know, Matt, if I have to explain it again, we're going to be here for another hour. And a half. <laughs> that's, that's fair. So we did Scream and Scary Movie, which only upon prepping for the episode did i learn that scary movie was the working title for scream oh was it so that's i guess funny. that's like a fun homage to yeah uh scary movie would have been a better title for scream yeah 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 i think scream is kind of lackluster there's yeah. a, a, a reasonable amount of screaming in scream but really otherwise uh not a ton of screaming um i mean these obviously these movies go hand in hand one scream is like definitely one of the horror movies i remember growing up with like obviously the ghost face is iconic and then it was also not scary or not too scary that i 
couldn't watch it until my adult years. Like I definitely watched this growing up um, and was able to not be absolutely petrified. I definitely think I saw a scary movie before I saw Scream though, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any goddamn sense. Cause like, I feel like watching any parody movie without at least some reference to the original material, um, you're going to miss a lot of the jokes, but oh well, say a lot of me. Those scary movies were so popular for a time. All yeah. of them were like, that's just the thing you watched. And I'm sure for most of them, I didn't see the original source material until after I saw the scary movie. Because it was just, it was just the thing you did. You go see these scary movies. Yeah, I mean, I think I so that's what I like about scary movie, the scary movies, as well as not another teen movie is that you don't necessarily need to have the reference to think it's funny. But if you do have the reference, like it's still like, you get the the tropes that are played out in these movies. So it's still fun to see it. But it's definitely better having seen it. But this did remind me of just like, not another teen movie, but like they literally could have named it "Not Another Scary Movie." But like, not another teen movie is like such a smattering of tropes or iconic scenes. I thought or is it was this one? yeah, but I thought it was really funny growing up, and I hadn't seen probably. I still probably haven't seen some of the a, a decent amount of the movies that they reference. No, but I think like every scene from that movie has been done to death. Not another teen movie, so you like no like okay this is like the boom box scene or like whatever like scary movie is basically like shot for shot scream with like some of i know what you did last summer but scary movie 2 is, which we did yeah, not watch is, isn't as much of no, a it it's not a shot for shot it's it's literally like a, a not another team movie not another scary but movie. i guess like to its credit, like, this was the parody movie, right? Like, this is the parody movie that launched a thousand <laughs> parody movies. Yeah. I hadn't seen and it. It's, yeah, it's funny to think that Scream is considered a horror comedy. Uh, but what Scream really did is, like, introduce a meta layer to scary movies. Where it was like, well, what if we just constantly reference the fact that we're in a scary movie in this movie? Like, what if that was our shtick? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't call Scream a horror comedy. I would definitely just call it like a meta horror, where it's like, all right, yeah. let's just call out all the tropes. Like, I think yeah, the comedic it's... parts were a lot of the acting choices made during the movie. There was like, there's a lot of overperformance, which, oddly enough, the acting in Scary Movie is better than the acting in Scream. Yeah, yeah. I think it. You're I absolutely agree. right. <laughs> right. I mean. <laughs> Like, what you ha- put Anna Faris as the lead in Scream, and I think it would have been better. Like, <laughs> it, even if she was doing the role totally straight. Like, Anna Faris has, for what I'm assuming is a very early movie for her, does, a like, a really bang-up job just being, like, the straight man in a lot of scenes. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like, okay, I'm not going to react weirdly to this. That first scene with her dad is, like, legitimately one of the few genuine laughs i had during yeah. the movie yeah it's that was a really good. good scene um all right so i figured how we do this is we would go through the movies together and then call out where scary movie maybe has like a bit of extracurricular activity in the parody world um if necessary i think scary movie what's frustrating is like i feel like so much of my humor or jokes i remember from being a kid are from this movie and then re-watching it it's like well this is not very funny <laughs> Yeah, or just actively troubling. Yeah, there is a lot of troublesome material in uh, Scary Movie. Like, yeah, 
like way too much for a movie that is only 20 years old yeah yeah uh so so first scene of scream and scary movie is kind of the most iconic scene of scream uh it's drew barrymore (laughs) early drew barrymore getting a phone call uh getting kind of terrorized by ghost-faced and ultimately murdered uh it's it's a really effective like opening scene to a movie i think in scream it's like genuinely probably it's probably the scariest ghost face is in the movie he's kind of like bumbling as far as like yeah i was gonna say that it's like the only time in the movie that he's actually scary aside from like one or two other jump scares where he like pops out of a closet like it's menacing it's like kind of relatable and then like very threatening yeah it seems like it's gonna be a really scary movie yeah and then it lightens up considerably yeah. Yeah. but yeah i it, i think that scene is like really incredible obviously drew barrymore is like the only real star i guess aside from courtney cox and in, in this movie yeah um so she does a really great job with it i think the delivery of it's really interesting um yeah I, that that scene is like really great and i was watching a maybe it was hot ones or something but like when that movie, when this movie came out, like she was, um, advertised as the star of the movie. Like, oh so, yeah, it was hot one. So yeah. her dying in the first scene of the whole movie was like a twist for the audience. Like, hey, this is not a Drew Barrymore horror movie. She is like almost a cameo. I mean, when is- we were when we were watching it, I literally was like, wait, is Drew Barrymore in the rest of this movie? Because it seems like she's about to get killed. And so I think killing her is like a super interesting choice. Like, probably the best part of the whole movie, in my opinion. Yes, yes. Uh, and so, in, in scary, scary movie, or scary movie, it's slightly different uh, in several ways. Uh, first of all, it's, it is Pamela and, no, is that No, Pamela Carmen Anderson? Electra. Carmen Electra, sorry. Okay, got that wrong. Uh, it's Carmen Electra in the scene, and it's it's done in a way. I mean, this is this is actually the notable scene in which Carmen Electra is a worse actress than Drew Barrymore. Oh, yeah. For, sure. for the rest of the movie, it's like okay, these actors, these comedic actors, are doing a better part than better job than their serious counterparts. But during that scene, I was just like. Wow, she's this is kind of rough. Uh, I thought the joke with the the magazine where he's like, "I want to see the, your insides," and she's like, "Turn to page 54. That I was <laughs> yeah, gonna bring good. up that. I think that was the best joke in the whole movie. Um, yeah, she's he's looking at the Playboy with her on the cover or something. Yeah, it's that's pretty, that's yeah. a really funny line. Yeah, it's there's good. like a few good visual gags here where it's like, like the popcorn. The popcorn is now the size of like half the kitchen or something like that. But yeah, they're also like. It's just not good. Like this movie's yeah. jokes are either overtly playing on like sexual gags, so they like stab yeah. How her. many fucking roadhead scenes? Yeah, were there stab in this her movie? and rip out her implant or roadhead. Roadhead is like the funniest thing to the Wayne's brothers, I guess. Like uh, it's baffling to me the ro- number of roadhead jokes in here are there were so, so weird. So many. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, really rough parts of this, uh, the, this is a small thing, but it was just so weird to me, the Jiffy Pop thing, that they just, like, the bag just kept getting bigger, and I was like, this is a weird, like, very PG joke for this movie, you know, where it's like, this is not anything, really, it's just like, oh, look, a big bag of Jiffy Pop. Yeah. Well, I think that's, like, an interesting 
critique that you could apply to the whole movie. Like, there is no editing of the jokes in this movie. It seems like any joke that was thought of in the writer's room made it into this movie. Yeah. Like, right. literally right. everything. So they're like, what if the Jiffy Pop just, like, got bigger? And they're like, it's in. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, this movie made me like Not Another Teen Movie more, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Because we talked a lot about, like, joke density during Not Another Teen Movie. And this movie's also kind of dense with attempted jokes. But I think a lot of them fall flat in this case. Uh that tiny fart. What the fuck was that? I didn't think you'd be able to hear me. No, I was talking about the popcorn. Like, what the fuck are you doing? What is this movie? Try. No fart jokes. Let us a moratorium on fart jokes. I know this was the period of time in which we existed. There are multiple fart jokes throughout this movie. Not a single one of them lands. They're yeah. not funny. Not funny. Not funny. Um, and not funny. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, anything else we want to say about the opening scene before we get into, like, the meat and potatoes of the movies? No, no, that's about it. Um, okay, so then we cut away, Ghostface has committed his first murders, and we get introduced to what is presumed the protagonist, which, what is her name in, in Scream? Uh, it's Cindy in both of them. Or it's Sydney Sydney. in Scream, it's Cindy in Scary Movie. Alright, so Sydney. um... Her dad uh, basically starts the movie like, hey, I'm going out of town for a couple of days. Like, are you going to be okay? Yada, yada, yada. Um, we get the parallel scene that Anoop was referencing with Anna Ferris with her dad being a drug dealer as opposed to like a businessman and needs to like lay low for a while um, to not get busted and gives her all the like things to do if the cops come and raid the place yeah i thought the best my favorite part of this scene was the one where he says like oh that's been your favorite joke since you were two or something (laughs) baking soda not baking powder what are you gonna cut it with baking soda not baking powder the movie is like (laughs) when it is not overtly making fun of like some person's like characteristics whether that's their like mental capacity or or race or sexual orientation is fine. But unfortunately, 97% of the movie is that. Yes. Let's uh, we can get it out of the way. I think uh sexist, transphobic, ableist are all on the table here. Oh, and uh racist, of course. Racist. (laughs) That that one racism oof. Oof, it's bad, guys. Um but yes in this particular scene then the whole interaction it does it's kind of shot for shot very similar where it's the boyfriend comes into the bedroom uh and in scream it's like weird it's super weird their whole relationship is very strange the whole time you're just like why does this girl even like this guy like at one point in time her friend says like oh it's such a catch that you're with him but like Really, you never believe it. He is so strange. Billy in in Scream, Bobby in Scary Movie. But in Scary Movie, he's actually, like, vaguely charismatic. And, like, the yeah. things he say, you, you could imagine that someone might like this guy. But it makes sense in, once you figure out, like, the twist of Scream, like, it makes sense why the dude is, like, so weird. Yeah. Like, should we spoil the Scream twist or should we, like, wait till the end? I mean, presume, what do we, it, this, this is not like that type of podcast. No, yeah, I know. Billy okay. So like the twist is that, um, 
Billy, right? Mm-hmm. Billy yeah. and Matthew Shaggy. Lillard, a.k.a. Shaggy, a.k.a. whatever character he is in this movie, are the killers in Scream working together. Um, Matthew Lillard is just in it because he's crazy, whereas Billy is exacting like a long-term revenge because Sydney's mom home-wrecked his life by cheating, right? I'm yeah. getting this right? Yeah, um, Sydney's mom fucked, uh, fucked Billy's dad. dad. Yeah. And then um, Billy actually killed Sydney's mom a year ago and now is trying to kill Sydney to wrap up his master plan. So him being like a total... They're about to play. So yeah, I had a little dog interruption there, but it, it makes sense after the reveal that he is like such a like weird, creepy dude. I mean, to the extent that this dude plays it, maybe not, but yeah, I think it works like once you figure out the twist. Yeah, there's just no part of it where it feels believable that she would be dating this guy at all. Fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, who would choose this guy? Um, Clearly, you're not friends with a lot of women. Do you not know any women that date assholes? Fair. He's not just asshole, though. He's like, legit, he doesn't do anything good during the movie. He's not like, even remotely good. No, like, it's not unbelievable that you would date this loser who does nothing. I feel like I've, I dated losers. Especially when I was young and stupid and didn't know my worth. Yeah, when you were 25 but still in college or high school for some reason. Again, one of the better scary movie jokes when it is not one of the 97% of just ist or ick yeah. um, tropes. Joking about the um, that they would cast thirty year olds for yeah, a late twenties, early thirties. Yeah, that's 30s. pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah. For, so the parallels here are also continued, where the boyfriend is just like they're playing innately again. focused on trying to get in her pants. Like that is like a main driver for them as a character. Yeah, in Scream, the like sex plot is around revenge. In Scary Movie, it is just like. Him being an obnoxious teen boy, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. God, Scream was good, and this movie is not good. Scary Movie is not good. Yeah, it, Scary Movie has a few good bits in it, essentially. Um, so, we have the like day at school thereafter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we meet our main reporter, Courtney Cox, uh gale weathers and then i think it's like gale hailstorm and uh in scary movie uh we meet all our main like players all the side characters and stuff uh it's like the characters who are in every single like american pie movie and and such during in in scary movie it's kind of interesting that they're all kind of just the same fucking people in every single movie but uh it's there's a lot of like really rough jokes uh particularly with the main black character or the main all the black characters are just like characters of human beings so the black woman played by regina hall the other wayans brother who's just high all the time they're like just straight stereotypes and super offensive uh and then the one other black character who is 
not a stereotype is homophobic. So it's all great. All good. Yeah, it's like pretty fucking bad. It's like very bad. Yes. And the other character choice that I think we get revealed to in Scream at this time is Dewey, which is one of the main squad's brother, is a junior police officer. And in this movie, it is Doofy, who is mentally handicapped. And like 99% of the jokes in this movie feel like they're picking on a mentally disabled person. Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad. Yes. And then the end is weird, too, because Doofy is revealed to be be the real serial killer. And then he drives off into the sunset. It's just so, such a weird choice. But yeah, Doofy's really bad and super offensive. And there's like two pretty... There's one very obvious sexual assault joke where uh, one of the Wayans brothers talks about roofing uh, Carmen Electra. Very obvious. But then Gail having a sexual relationship with Doofy and talking about how he has the mental capacity of a 12-year-old is also a sexual assault joke. Very problematic. In its own way. Yeah. Um, another fart joke there where she touches his belly and he farts. Uh, he frequently shits himself. He's, uh, yeah, it's a bad, it's a bad bit. It's a really horrible characterization and made me really uncomfortable. Yep. Uh, during, during this part of scary movie, we also get the scene. There's so many scenes where it's like, literally they're doing the exact same thing that they're doing in Scream. It's crazy. It's like much more shot for shot as we're talking but then they mix in the i know what you did last summer where they uh are doing a bunch of sex stuff in a car uh there's several jokes here but the real the good joke of this scene is they hit the guy and he gets back up and he's like actually i'm fine yeah (laughs) that is a good joke Uh, that bit of it is good the rest of it is like rough there's the other roadhead joke during this period of time oh god so bad yeah Uh, but it's it's really bad i do think that the shot for shotness of i mean if we're also wait we're talking the roadhead that was also sexual assault she clearly did not want to be sucking his dick so that's a third sexual assault joke i think there's probably more than that in this movie i'm just saying we're only up to three and we're only what 20 minutes into the movie yeah that's probably generous we're probably not even that far into it and then the mechanics of it what the fuck what she just headbutt his dick multiple times absolutely (laughs) yeah you don't fall mouth first into someone's dick. That's a joke. Like, I <laughs> know. <laughs> um, uh, I think the movie is better when it's a shot-for-shot remake of Scream, and then they're breaking the fourth wall. Like, there's one point where they're doing like the dialogue from Scream, and then one of the Wayne's brothers comes in. It's like, oh, this is crazy. I saw this movie Scream. It was like same dialogue and everything. <laughs> Like, that is funny. Like, I think that's funny. And also when they follow it shot for shot, but they add not fart jokes, but they add like visual gags, visual gags or something that's like a little bit or the acting's over the top and they change the dialogue just just enough. But it's like, we don't need the fucking fart jokes. Yeah. Like they go to like be a corpse high school. Yeah. Like, that's like funny. That is clever. That's funny. Um, Apologies for the chewing noise. <laughs> you want to take that? It's from better me? than the barking noise. Um, so we we get the I know what you did last summer tie in and then um, Scream deviates here a bit like they follow the same. You mean scary movie? 
Well, I'm we're talking more about scary movies, so I'm gonna say Scream. Like they follow <laughs> the same general arc, but Scream has a few different beats to get there. Where um, Scream has the a few more calls and stuff happen. But also the school is like a place where the killer is seen. Um, I guess Scary Movie does have this bit as well. I forgot where she looks outside and, and he's, outside. he's outside and then he jogs behind the tree and she looks back out and he's not there. It's a pretty Clever funny. bit. Really um, but uh, yeah, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm talking about that the principal is involved in Scream, yeah. but that's after she gets the phone calls, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, so... We do the whole scene where she gets the phone calls. He chases her around the house. He's very bad at hiding, which is uh, funny. That's like, that's all good. Uh, Her boyfriend shows up. He drops the cell phone and then a pair of gloves and then a knife. (laughs) Also pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, I do think that like, again, I think Scary Movie is clever when it emphasizes how dumb Scary Movies are. Yeah. Or sorry. Did I say scream? Scary movie is better when it's emphasizing how dumb scream is. Yeah. Um, whereas like scream is just like kind of campy in a lot of places yeah. and purposely campy, I think. But like when you lean into that, it's even better. Like, yeah, I agree. You don't yeah. need to do that much to make it funny. Exactly. So like dropping like the gloves and a knife is like a nice little touch to be like, <laughs> well, this guy's obviously going to jail. Um yeah. So yeah, I, I like that stuff in, in the parody more than, you know, all of the racist bits, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's like when, when they tried to just write a joke, it was bad. But when right. they tried to parody Scream, they did a good job. Yeah. Right, exactly. Um, yeah. So Billy Bobby gets sent to jail. Um, and they go, Sydney goes to her best friend's house. Um, and receives another menacing call, which seems impossible because Bobby is behind bars. Oh, yes, yes. She receives another menacing call. There's also this scene outside of the police station where she punches the reporter, but uh, it's for two different reasons. In, in Scream, it's about her bringing up the death of her mother. In Scary Movie, she just says, she just calls her a fat bitch, I think. No, you have a fat ass, I think, is the exact Oh, you have one. a fat ass, yeah. And Anna Ferris punches her. Uh, In 2020, a, a compliment, if anything. Exactly. They were, that's, it's just, they're not prescient, you know. Uh, but we also, in Scary Movie, this is how much Scary Movie inserts. There's, the whole beauty pageant took place before this. Uh, so there's a beauty pageant where uh, one of the main ca- characters in Scary Movie gets killed and while she's on stage, she's reacting to that, and everybody's like, "Oh wow, she's good at acting." Um, That's a pretty it was good. Funny. Bit. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah, and, and Ghostface is seen in the background cleaning up yeah. Greg's dead body, which is also pretty yeah, funny. like there's no blood, and then it's just him mopping up blood. It's pretty <laughs> yeah. fucking good. Yeah, I I think actually one of the things they miss um, in scary movie, and again, it's not a horror movie, so it's fine to miss, but like. I think Scream saving all of its deaths essentially to the the climax is much smarter than, um, I mean, scary movie again, not horror movie, but like dispersing them throughout the movie. Like it's more tension building that everyone makes it to the party as opposed to 95% of the cast being killed off before the end. Yeah. Um, so 
I do think Scream does a pretty good job with that. But yeah, we get the beauty pageant scene, which has not happened in Scream. Um, the the girls' locker room scene where um, the beauty pageant winner gets killed also happens before the party, which has not happened in the movie. Yeah. Um, Have we already gone past the guys' locker room scene as well? Do we need if we touch on every? I mean, we don't have scene, to. I just was bringing it up because, like, of course, there's a movie for teen, teens, and it's showing a very unrealistic depiction of a fucking locker room every time, and I just hate that. Oh, I guess this movie also makes fun of micro penises. Um, yeah, that's true. Ahead of that was a, that was also a super weird choice of scene. It's so fucking bizarre, and I don't remember that at all. But uh, no. Totally blocked it out. Yeah. Uh, the scene. Oh, wait. Great bit. Absolutely fantastic bit. We almost blew past. This joke, solid gold. Before you go, I want you to take a look at some pictures. Oh. So <laughs> funny. So funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, sh- the sheriff shows some pictures of him in a Speedo. And she looks at it. And it, this is where I'm like, Anna Ferris, she, she yeah, plays totally it straight, straight so well. is so good. And then right when she's getting up to leave, he's like, wait, just one more time, just to be sure. And she like shakes her, her <laughs> head so more fully. She's so serious. She looks so upset still from, from, from like all that's happened to her. And she just shakes her head like, no. no so sure. fucking good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's a good bit. Oh boy, the the sheriff in general is pretty funny. The problem with all the police station scenes is you immediately go to Doofy, which is just such an un like it's so unfunny. It's such an unappealing character where you're like, fuck, I uh, I can't enjoy a lot of this. Yeah, I I get that they're riffing on the fact that David Arquette in the movie is kind of this like klutz, like he's not a normal cop type, right? But they take it so. Far. It's like, how is to, our generation even remotely okay? I mean, there's a good good thesis statement in there, but... Uh, and arguably speaking, we are it. Right, but. exactly. Um, but, like, yeah, it's just like... Oh, it's so bad. And the interesting thing is that none of the other characters, they keep Billy and Sydney relatively the same. But then all the yeah. other characters are just inserted in to be stereotypes yeah. to joke about. Oh, man. the I don't remember. What's her character's name? The one in the movie theater? Oh, Regina Hall's character. Regina Hall's character. Her fucking movie scene. I just wanted to like throw something at my TV, which is how racist it was. Oh, my God. We're jumping. Yeah. We're, I know, I know. It's hard to keep it tight because there are shot-for-shot shot pieces, but they're out of order from like the actual movies. So, all right, keep us chugging along. Um, so we get the calls. We get the call when she is in Scream back out at her friend's place, which seems impossible because uh, Billy is in jail. And then we get the next day at school, um, where. I forget what caused the school to be closed, but effectively they're like, hey, it's not safe anymore. School is closed. Um, I think they find like a mask on campus or something because Henry Winkler has the mask, um, who is the principal, and then he gets killed. Yes. Uh, weird that Henry Winkler's in this movie. He looks the same age as he does many years later. Right. Baffling. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
is there anything we're not really missing anything right like school gets closed and they decide to have the party in scream yes yes in scary movie her dad is out of town and that is just like an excuse to have a party um but then none of the characters in scary movie go to the party yeah which is like the well half of them are dead which is again like the best part of Scream being the meta horror is that you get all of your characters back together and they get to lean into those tropes. And then Scary Movie is like, you know what's better than horror movie tropes? Racist stereotypes. Yeah. So we're going to just do the rest of the movie with those instead of the house party with all of our main characters. Yep. Yeah. The only thing... So the, the movie theater sequence is actually the beginning of Scream 2. Uh, I had to look it up because uh, mm. obviously we didn't watch Screen 2 for this episode. But yeah, that whole movie theater sequence where the guy gets stabbed in the ear. He actually gets stabbed in the ear with a knife uh, as opposed to a, a penis uh, in, in Scream 2. Uh, and she gets murdered in front of a movie theater and everybody thinks it's part of the movie in Scream 2. In, uh, in this, uh, it's instead because she's very obnoxious and as a stereotype oh god it's what just was that? So... okay so the only reason that dick in his ear was a scene was because of scream 2 i guess so yes yeah, yeah. because he gets stabbed because by i really tree. did not understand and i like watching it i was like okay so he died and then he didn't die he was actually one of the killers and i was like what well i think they only didn't kill him one for absurdity and then two to keep up with the parody of there being two killers in scream oh so but then don't put a dick through his ear put it through somebody else's ear well he just has a band-aid on later he's totally fine that looks so dumb all right well let's focus on scream for the remainder like all right, broad Scary is pretty bad for the rest. Is of the there movie. anything you want to say about Scary Movie that we haven't already said? Like, no. uh, okay, so Scary Movie, they do the house party. There's the scene. Uh, there's the scene where Ghostface raps with uh one of the Wayans brothers. Uh, the, and he kills a bunch of people. Uh, they do the big reveal. That's pretty much the same. The dad uh, the- is there. The like WhatsApp that scene, yeah, I remember that. I distinctly. still think the WhatsApp is funny just because the mask changing Changes, is yeah, so clever. Funny. I think I, I do think the scene. mask changing is pretty solid. Yeah, I, <laughs> I thought, think that that thought, is like one of the funnier things in the movie. Yeah, I thought that portion of it was pretty funny. Yeah, uh, the dad is there still. Uh, they they kind of swap roles at the end where they kill each other. Uh, and then there's a Matrix fight scene with Ghostface, but he gets away. Okay. Glad and you brought up the, the Matrix fight because, like, really? Like, just shoehorned in because it's like this movie came out in 2000. So they're like, well, gotta have it. Yeah. It's like, I really wish they had just stuck to scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, pick a genre and yeah. stick with it. Like, it's actually very early in the movie uh, when in Scream, there's the boyfriend tied out on the porch in scary movie it's prince out there mm-hmm. for some reason it's just, i guess it was just an attempt at topical humor i i would assume jokes about prince were more popular back then but i was just like why is this why'd this happen like what was the choice here it's one thing when they're breaking the fourth wall and it's like oh carmen electra you can see her insides in this magazine or i really liked it the one point in time where they talked about 
canceling the Wayne's Brothers show. Yeah, and, like, I'd never like, see the Wayne's Brothers we show. We deserved another so season. so mad about it. Yeah, that's pretty funny. They didn't even give us the last episode. Like, at that point, he's literally just yelling a thing that he's thinking. I thought that was a funny bit. But then there's other bits where they break the fourth wall or they, like, reference something that's popular. And I'm just like, why are we doing this? Like, Matrix, that was your choice. It's not a scary movie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just totally because it was of the time. And, like, these movies depend so much on relevancy. Look, like... I think we hit most of the beats that Scary Movie added. I honestly feel uncomfortable talking about most of the jokes in the movie because, like, the main characters are such tropes or so homophobic or transphobic that it's just, like, I just don't want to give them, like, go watch the movie. Like, if, if you want to know what we haven't explicitly called out, like, go watch it. Cause, but yes. like ultimately, you know, we are a show that revisits things from the past, and let's just put it at that it does not hold up. It's just like so, and it was never good to begin with because it's just so offensive. This is by yeah. far like again, and of the times twenty years ago, like two thousands, feels like it should have been better. I felt like not another teen movie wasn't even nearly as offensive as scary oh, no, movie. Absolutely not, but still terrible jokes. Yeah, it was definitely there. There were bad jokes in not another team movie, but I walked away feeling like, okay, that was a funny movie that made missteps. Yeah, scary movie is like that is a movie with like a handful of really good jokes. I think the one and relating to parodying Scream. Yeah, and otherwise a lot of just like fucked up shit. Yeah, just like I don't feel good watching it. I don't know, like, I guess, like, to put it in reference, like, I don't think there's a single time where I forget which Wayne's brother it is who's playing the lead black guy does not make, like, a joke about his closeted sexuality. Like, every single time he's on camera, there is a joke about that. Like, it's just unnecessary and excessive and uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. It's interesting. So... I, we didn't talk about our relationships with the film before, but it's interesting to me because, like, I had never seen Scary Movie. Or, yeah, Scary <laughs> like, Scream. I had never seen either of them, to be honest. Um, I had seen bits and pieces. Like, rewatching Scary Movie, I remembered seeing bits and pieces of it. Um, but I'd never seen the whole thing, nor did I really get it when it was parodying. Parodying? Because I had never seen Scream. Um, I did the first scary movie I ever saw, and probably the only one was Scary Movie Two. So I'd be interested to go back and rewatch Scary Movie Two, only because I remember it. Like I, I, I have an experience with it. But like after watching Scary Movie One, I'm like, there's no way I want to watch Scary Movie Two because Scary Movie One was so offensive. I'm a. I'll just say it right now. I'm saying it right now. Next year we're doing. Scary Movie 2 and the main movie it parodies, which I actually don't know which one it is, to be honest. But I think it's, we'll uh, do that. House on Haunted Hill is the main movie oh, okay. for 2, but there's also like Poltergeist and... Yeah, we'll pick, because I think as each one goes on, they start parodying more oh movies. Oh my god. Scary Movie 2? Rotten Tomato score. What do you think it is? 17. Like a 70? I bet it's like weirdly high. 15%. Yes. Wow. That's okay. so That's... low. I think that might be the lowest movie that I've ever seen on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, now I'm guaranteeing it. Next year we're doing Scary Movie <laughs> 2. 
Okay, any any closing thoughts on Scary Movie? I think we've drained it. Yeah, no, we're well. good. Yeah. We'll right, talk about no, it next no. year. Scary Scary Movie not worth watching. Yeah. That's what it is. Scream worth watching. For sure. Um so let's get yeah. to the the climax of Scream. So we've set up the house party. Um school is canceled. They're going they're going to have a rager instead at one of the, Matthew Lillard's house, I think. Scooby Shaggy's yeah, house. Matthew Lillard. Um, yeah. But oddly enough, Scooby, not there. Yeah. Where did you send your dog? Totally dude? wild. Wait, scary movie, Rotten Tomato score, go. It's like 59, I saw it when we... Well, don't ruin the game. <laughs> I. It's actually... Matt doesn't 50, want to have fun anymore. 53, so go fuck yourself. But like, I, I thought it was going to be lower than that. Um, Yeah, I, I would think so too. Anyways. One of I the mean, things that I thought scary movie would pick up on the easiest is Scream has Jamie Kennedy as this... Um, rental video worker um who loves horror movies and brings all these movies to the party and then is watching them and calling out all the tropes of horror movies and i thought that was like a layup for scary movie to do they don't even do that scene like that's true that would have been good they just replaced it with a fucking dude getting super high yeah (laughs) jamie kennedy pauses the movie and then goes through all of the tropes like you have to be a virgin to not get killed um, you can't go anywhere alone. I forget which ones he runs through, but basically all of the setups for um, yeah. what is going to happen. I thought that's, that's, that seems very effectively well done in Scream. Oh, it's great. And it it's definitely played really well where it's like, after he says you can't go off alone, people like literally, like literally somebody did go off alone earlier and got murdered. Yep. But also... Uh, the stew makes a joke about going off alone. Uh, he talks about virginity and literally Sydney's upstairs losing her virginity. It's like there's a lot of good stuff going on there. Yeah, uh, it's smart. Like, editing. They're not just pulling in generic horror movie things. Like obviously these are horror movie tropes, but they're aligning the plot beats to these tropes like cut together. So it works really well. Right, right. It it actually reminds me a lot of another horror movie I really liked. Though, again, I don't know if I consider it a horror movie. is like Cabin in the Woods, which also is very meta about horror movies. And I kind of enjoyed that this was doing something similar there. Uh, Cabin in the Woods, I think, takes it to a um, sort of extreme level. Yeah, <laughs> but, much uh, more so. Yeah, I enjoy that, that Scream was doing this kind of interesting thing and because you had all of your characters still mostly alive you could really like you could rack up the kills during this yeah final i think keeping scene. all of the characters alive to the last third of the movie is smart like it makes the stakes so much higher because you have right. to like wonder like well how is he going to get all of these people yeah i think it struggles with it a little bit because earlier in the movie they kill other people who you just don't care like the fact that principal henry dies the principal doesn't scream in the scene they shoot it in a way where you like they shoot it as though the viewer cares about him and the whole time you're just like fuck this guy let him get killed like i'm looking forward to it yeah it's kind of like final destination how there's always one character in final destination who's such a bad dude that you're like oh i can't wait for this guy to die like um so we we basically get like a few different kill setups we get the popular girl in the garage which I think is a pretty iconic scene, but maybe I think it's just iconic because Scary Movie parodies it. But she gets trapped by Ghostface and then tries to get out the dog door. 
and then gets killed right. by the garage mechanism. I did like yep. that in Scary Movie, they did that and they made the it, like a literal cat door, so it's even smaller, but I hated that it was fat phobic and they made a fat girl do it. The only good joke in that whole scene in, in Scary Movie is that she goes like, no, I'm just a day player because they yeah. had already killed off of all the main yeah. characters and they just got an extra to... I think it would have been a great yes. scene if they just hadn't picked a stereotypic stereotypical fat girl you could have done the exact same scene with just that joke and And it's not that i'm being fat phobic saying you can't have a fat girl doing it but it's like that everyone else in the movie is a fucking rail thin actress and then of course you get this fat girl trying to fit herself through a cat door and it's just not even that like she can't fit she brings down the whole house like the joke could she just just be that she just gets her head through and then they kill her. Yeah. But instead... I think it was funny when she tried to go head first and then she tried to go leg first and she tried... Like, I think that could have right. been just enough. Like, you didn't need the fat girl to break the house. You know what I mean? Like, ugh. Yeah. And it's a good scene in Scream. Yeah. But the first thing you got... Actually, I think Colleen said this while we were watching Scream. It's just like, what is it? The most powerful garage motor ever created? <laughs> yeah. Like, the joke was already there. Yep. You didn't actually have to, like, go that far for the... Like, it, you could even do the whole garage door falling with just a pr- anybody because that's what would happen with a garage yeah. door a garage door could not lift a person exactly yeah. you could have the the act the hollywood thin tiny ass yeah, fucking girl do it and she'd still break it because it's a fucking garage door it's totally unnecessary yeah and it would have been better if they had just kept shannon elizabeth alive that's the popular girl yeah and had her die yeah. uh in that scene that, because I, we would have cared i don't understand why in scary movie they kill her off in a different scene i'm assuming it's a like a horror movie they're parried pair can't even say it anymore parodying it's a hard word to say parody paradiso paradiso um I didn't get the reference, but yeah, like that's an iconic scream moment. So why not just do it with one of the main characters in your movie? Anyway, um, so we've got the garage door killing. To be fair, they also could have they could have literally combined those two scenes, and it still would have been funny. Like she could have been out in the she thing. could have gotten her head cut off and still talk. Well, yeah, well she could have been out in the garage, and then she could have been like, "Oh, is this the part where I'm supposed to run?" Away? Like she could have done her whole skit that she did in the garage and then been like oh no the only opening's the cat door i guess i'll go try the oh no like it could have been it would have been just as funny but we wouldn't have gotten the naked girls matt that's true naked girls to sell that i think you only see like half a tit in this movie you see more penis than you do yeah that's a lot of penis yeah and male butt it's kind of nice um all right so we've, we've got her killing the garage door we have gail seen outside um where she encounters Scream and then drives away, like has to drive away basically and crashes and her cameraman gets killed. This is after she plants a camera in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. And then there's the Blair, very small Blair Witch Project joke where she's filming herself and she's just not as constantly dribbling out of her nose. Yeah. Uh, gross. Yep. Not funny. Not funny. <laughs> I thought the Blair Witch part was funny. They could have just left yeah. it at that and not had her. And I have, oh, this is also coming from someone who's never seen the Blair Witch Project. But it's iconic enough that you get it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you didn't need the snot running down her face. And then in pretty much all that's left is the turn, right? Like 
Sydney has lost her virginity to Billy. Um, and then she puts two and two together. Like, wait, you get one phone call. Like who you could have called me. Um, and then he's like kind of menacing, like um, sort of letting on that he's a killer. And then he gets stabbed, which I think is like one of the, for, if you, for the first time you watch the screen, like, I think that's a great twist. Like, yeah. oh shit, I thought it was actually him the whole time. And then out of left field, it's just someone else. Um, but they allude to this when he's, when they're doing the horror movie stuff where he's like, oh, the blood's too red. Like uh, Jamie Kennedy calls out that the blood looks unrealistic in the movie they're watching. And then in Scream, when this guy gets stabbed, it's like bright red. Um, yeah. And none of the rest of the kills in the movie have this like very fake looking blood. Yeah. So you could already put together that like something is afoot, which I think is great. I think it's an awesome moment in, the, in this movie. Yeah, I mean, the whole reveal going downstairs where he ends up shooting Jamie Kennedy, you're like, damn, this all comes together pretty well. Yep. And then, but, uh, so Matthew Lillard as Stu is overacting for the entire movie. He is also just clearly sinister a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, gets even more so once he reveals that he was the killer. And it's just like, so extreme both of them are so overacted in this moment uh it's just like wow guys you're really killing the tension here just by being super weird to the point where scary movie just lifts the lines and delivers them as they're delivered and scream and they're funny yeah he's like i'm dying man at some point and like i'm I'm losing a lot of bucks yeah Yeah. (laughs) you cut me too deep man um, yeah, it's just like so bad. I don't know what they're doing in Scream. So yeah, Scary Movie just gets the easy, easy pull here to to make those jokes. Yeah. Um, it does diffuse the reveal a little bit that there are two people as Ghostface um, pulling this off. One who is exacting his revenge and then the other one who is just like in it for the thrills and then is only devastated when he finds out that his parents are going to get told that he's um, one of the killers. Um, but- I also hated the whole... So that whole scene bothered me not because not, not only because they overacted it, but because she was standing in a kitchen, which is theoretically full of tools that could easily hurt both of them, and she's just standing there like, I don't know what to do. I'm a frail woman. Oh. It's like you're standing next to the sink. Likely, if you open that drawer, there's going to be a fucking knife in there, and you could stab both of them and get the fuck out of it. I did. Oh, that was another joke from Scary Movie that I thought was pretty funny. At the beginning, when it's like the Drew Barrymore scene, and she's like trying to escape the house, and it's a table full of like there's a grenade, a gun, a knife, and a banana, and she has to choose between them, and she chooses the banana. I'm like, that does kind of feel like all of Scream. Yeah, right. At least you get the comeuppance. There's like the last scene of Scream. Uh, they they beat the two, and uh, she shoots him like three times yeah. before the end of That's the movie. That's true. So at least you get that, where it's like, yeah, she does ultimately shoot him in the head, and it's like, oh, okay, there's a little bit of comeuppance there. Yeah. Um, but it's like clearly they're distracted, and clearly you're in a kitchen full of tools. You could have ended this twenty minutes before you did. Well, I like scream like again i maybe i can expect that someone in that situation to not try to lash out out of fear because there are two killers but i 
like the idea that these two are so um, reckless or sloppy with it that their plan is to stab each other to make it look like they just survived. Like, that's dumb. And then that's how, like, they end up, like, basically failing. And then, yeah, a, a news point, like, the dude gets shot like 20 times basically. Yeah. And then Jamie Kennedy's like, well, like sets up like his coming back to life and then he just gets shot in the head. So it's not like he gets off scot-free. Like it's not like they get out of the kitchen scene and he goes off to kill another day. Like they do pretty well with that, I think. Yeah. I just didn't like it. Yeah. It's a very sexist feeling. Okay. Just a gut feeling. I don't have any proof to back it up. No, fair. (laughs) Is there anything else on screen that we didn't touch on? I think I think we got most of the stuff. There's one point where Courtney Cox, after crashing, comes back in with the gun and the safety is on and her attempt to be the hero is foiled. Yeah, that scene felt more sexist to me where it's just like, ah, she's trying, but she failed. Yeah. What yeah. a loser. To be fair, most movies have a pretty decent amount of sexism in it where just women are playing the victims, so... Yeah, I think one of the things that I want to add that we touched on, but Scream definitely leans into, is that the killer is not savvy or, like, sharp at killing. Like, he's very sloppy and bumbling and gets his, like, ass beat most of the movie, which I do like as a thing, but you kind of lose your suspension of disbelief that this guy would get away with serial murder um, being such a klutz. But I do like that as, like, a... A concept in the movie for sure. Overall thoughts? I like Scream a lot. I think Scream's a great movie. I mean, the acting in it is piss poor, but I don't know if that is like intentional. I have to think it's unintentional because like the Drew Barrymore scene is good and like well acted. So I think it's just like poor acting throughout the movie. Um, but I like the twists and scream. I like the like play or the meta element, especially because it's seemingly like at least the first movie in terms of my own timeline of horror movies that does it. Um, and it's just scary enough. Like it has like one or two jumps or thrills, but it's not too scary. Like yeah. it's a, it's more of a suspense movie, like a thriller, than it is a scary movie, which I I prefer. Like I don't like being on the edge of my seat. Like. I agree. Anxious for the whole movie. So I like this movie a lot. I think it's really good. I feel like to me, it seemed like a perfect horror movie for hipsters. You know what I mean? Like the people who were like, oh, I don't really like the genre or whatever. Like, I think it's funny. It's fun that it like breaks a lot of the rules and like points out the bullshit that's in a lot of horror movies. So I feel like it's definitely one of those like, well, I liked Scream before it was cool. Like it just seems like a thing that would happen. But I thought it was really good. It was my first time watching it. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was not scary, which is good because I don't like scary movies. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think I, I agree for the most part. Yeah. Uh, to, to expound on your point, Colleen, because I, I do think it's a very interesting one. Uh, yeah, Scream is very meta, and it's very meta, not just about horror movies, because horror movies are kind of diverse. It's a meta about slasher movies, right? And I think it's interesting to see, you know, I haven't done the timeline out, but slasher movies aren't really a thing, and they don't do very well nowadays. And I wonder how much of that might be because of Scream. Because when you have, like, such a successful deconstruction of a slasher movie... 
they don't stay scary. Like the the bulk of horror nowadays is supernatural, right? Like it's it, and that's post paranormal activity. A lot of horror movies started to feel like kind of the same. It's like there's ghosts and it's spooky, and you build tension throughout the movie. A bunch of jump scares, uh, ghost kills a bunch of people at the end, right? And then now we've transitioned into horror, like Hereditary, Midsommar, both the same guy, admittedly, but very different sort of genre. Get Out, Us, also very different and very, like, created by the author. Um, I don't know if we, we, we don't have, like, perfectly fit uh, horror genres right now. It's pretty much just spooky child ghost and those weird ones. <laughs> those are those. That's horror right now. I think... Um, uh, I'll add, I think horror right now is like dread or like systemic issue turned into horror, which I think both are very effective. Like the Midsummer and Hereditary guy is very much on like just he- being a human and that being like anxious and dreadful. And then Jordan Peele is very much like converting things into like horror that have been systemic issues for a long time yeah i think the one thing i want to add to noob's timeline is we had the torture porn error like that i think is like post slasher to paranormal where it's just like everything was saw like every horror movie was like just saw that's true right what what starts that i think hostile does hostile start it or does saw start it they both come out at the same time i think hostile's after saw hostile comes out and does it to like the nth degree and then saw goes way off the deep end like the first saw movie is not grotesque i Um, think i saw the first one i didn't watch any of the other good movie as i recall it yes i liked the first saw (laughs) movie Uh, maybe that'll be another one we do yeah (laughs) another year uh we're at the end of spooky season it's over um but all that being said uh i do think scream uh, is is a pretty solid movie, and it's definitely something I enjoyed back then, and I, I think it holds up. The quality leaves something to be desired. Uh, they did remake it as an FX show, and I, I, I'd be interested to see, like, oh, what was different in the remake. I bet the acting's better in the remake. Probably. Uh, but it was a TV show, so I have to imagine the plot's rather different. But uh, something to look into. Otherwise, uh, I, I really liked it. Um, and then I think... You know, for reviews of the other movie of the week, uh, Scary Movie, I think we kind of hit on our final points. Just a, a bad movie with a few good moments. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, how are we going to do ratings? So I figured we'd do it like this. We'll do Jurassic Park to Scream, and then we'll do Scream to Scary Movie. Okay. I think that's fair. Uh, which both, Which seems unfair to Scream, because Jurassic Park is like, Maybe one of my favorite movies, actually. Like, the more I think about it and, like, having done the podcast of it, it's like, that is such a good movie. Like, damn. Yeah. I've actually, in the weeks since we've watched Jurassic Park, I have told multiple people, like, hey, Jurassic Park really holds up. And it's one of those things that gets a reaction where it's like, of course, it's a great movie. But I'm like, no, you don't understand. It's not just a great movie. Like Jurassic Park is really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is really good. Like, like maybe had... one of the best sci-fi movies ever. Like Who were we talking to recently where they were saying, "Oh, I was talking to, to my friend Renee and she was saying that she was introducing our podcast to somebody and she was like, "Oh yeah, like for example, this last week they did Jurassic Park cuz she was listening to the episode and her friend was like, "Um, are they about to tear into 
Jurassic Park because like I'm not gonna get down with a podcast that shits all over Jurassic Park and I was like no listen to the episode like we actually it it still holds up I was like I know the title of our <laughs> our podcast is that it sucks but it really doesn't suck it's excellent <laughs> right but th- I still think we did give it a fair shit like there's some dumb shit in Jurassic oh, for, oh, sure. for sure, for sure. Yeah. yeah uh but all that being said I think if I'm doing Jurassic Park to scream I would give Scream like a like a point two five Jurassic Parks. Yeah. Uh, so we'll all do our screams first. All yeah. right. I'm gonna give it like a point one or point one five. I I think Jurassic Park is like a great movie. I also much prefer like sci-fi type horror or just like science gone awry type horror as like the conceit, and then. It's obviously just a way better acted, way better VFX, and then generally more engaging plot movie. I do, again, I like a lot of screams, meta elements, and like the pull, the turns it takes, but it only feels fair to give like a point one, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm going to give it less than a point one. I don't know how much less. Like 0.08 maybe because like I just don't like horror films in general so like if right. if I were to be given the option of watching Jurassic Park or watching yeah. Scream 99.9% of the time I'm gonna pick Jurassic Park but I right. do agree I, that Scream isn't bad it's just that it's not my cup of tea it's like so maybe since the first time we've done this thing so unfair week to week yeah like it feels cruel to Scream to yeah. have Jurassic Park leading it. Yeah. Okay. It, it's a movie. It, it, it's fine. All right. it's, we can be mean to scary. Yeah. It's just like a genre <laughs> yeah. that I'm just not really into in general. Well, so. no. I'm going to be mean uh, to scary movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I actually think it's interesting here. The number breakdown. I think this is like one of those ones where it's super personal. Like, I think the 0.25 to 0.1 to 0.08 perfectly encapsulates how much each of us likes horror movies because of the three of us i am definitely the biggest oh, horror fan. Sure. like i love horror movies yeah. um i don't like a lot of horror movies because a lot of horror movies are bad but uh i like when a horror movie is good i really i'll fuck with a horror movie i've watched most of the saw movies and most of those are really bad but i still enjoy a lot of them <laughs> oh, for sure. um I, yeah, so th- th- it's just something about the genre that appeals to me. It's actually one of the reasons I don't watch a lot of horror movies nowadays is because I don't like the ghost genre so much, and that's like a lot of it. So I'm like, eh, I don't, I'm not feeling it. But anyways, uh, I think that's a very interesting way of looking at the <laughs> breakdown. It's like, yeah, it's pretty much just your personal enjoyment of horror movies is like how much you will rate it. Yeah, I think like if I were rating it, if I were rating Scream on a scale, like compared to other horror movies, I would probably put it like top, it's probably one of my top three horror movies. Like that's, so it's not that I'm not enjoying it. It's that I just really don't like watching horror. I don't like being scared. If I'm going to watch something on TV and I'm going to like immerse myself in something, it's not going to be something that scares me. Like Matt and I were talking about this last night where he was like, I don't think things were really scary. It's like, I 
feel deeply when I'm watching a thing. I get very invested in it. So if it's something that's sad, I get sad and I cry. If it's something that's happy, I feel happy. And if it's something that's scary, I feel scared. So it's like, I don't want to force myself, like, especially now, I'm not going to force myself to feel scared. I'm going to watch fucking Disney movies and shit that makes me feel good because it's like, it's a feel good movie and I'm going to feel good afterwards. Like I just recently rewatched When Harry Met Sally, which also is problematic. And we'll do that one eventually someday. But it's just like, that's the kind of shit I'm going to watch. Not this horror film, but since it's spooky season, you sucked it up. I made an exception and I'm watching spooky things. We're watching, we watched this, we're watching The Haunting of Bly Manor. Bly Manor or whatever. Like I'm trying to get into the spooky season, but when I'm done with the spooky thing, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch. Hocus Pocus, because it's a feel-good movie. All right. Scream right, to we, scary movie. Now we're going to scary movie. Uh, Scream to scary movie. Uh, <laughs> Can you give it a negative? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I want to give it a zero because it's so problematic. Like, I don't want to give any sort of like weight to something that has this many right issues. but then next week's thing gets infinity right so yeah. we have to be we have to give it a number I, so that our math doesn't get all i think i up. give it like a point oh five screams just because like yes there are some jokes that work and land and i think are funny and culturally like it obviously had staying power like i still remember the was up scene i remember the ghost face like face changing like it, it hit me at the right age that there are some nostalgia beats to it, but man, it's just so troublesome and not funny for so much of the movie. And it's only an hour and 28 minutes and it felt like fucking Eternity. ages. Yeah. So yeah. 0.05. I'm going to give it. God, Cause I, I really liked the jokes that I liked, but man, I don't like a lot of this movie. Yep. I mean, god damn, it just really rubs me the wrong way. And and the thing is, I, I, it's of a time. And and uh, I think Colleen was kind of saying this earlier. It's like, when you watch these older things, you're bound to find something offensive about them. But what really rubs me the wrong way is like watching this. I'm like, this should have been offensive when it came out. Yeah. And maybe it was, but it was that type of offensive where it's like, oh, but we're just kidding. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't know if you were, you know. Um, somebody described to me, the, this is actually, Kamel Nanjiani was describing an experience in the early 2000s of somebody asking him to do an Apu impression. And this movie kind of made me feel like that. Like the whole time where I was like, oh, it's the type of racism where once upon a time we all thought it was okay to do that. Yep. And now we know that that's not a good thing to do. Uh, but it really rubs me the wrong way that this was a thing that we all thought was okay to do. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it like a point zero zero three zeros. Three zero. Yeah, point zero 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 one. Damn. Wow. I probably should change yeah. mine just to be like woke no, because no, no. there are so many issues, but. I'm, so I'm going to be, the, I think, the most controversial of us and say I'm probably going to give it a point two. And it's only because of my aversion to horror and my, you know, you know what? I take that back. Point one, because I would say like my want to 
be, to feel happier watching a movie, but I felt way more uncomfortable watching scary movie than I did watching oh, a so horror movie. More. So it's pretty fucking bad. And it, I agree with you, Anoop. I'm curious how much of it is like... Of a time. Of a time. And like there were... But like I said, like I said, not another teen movie also has problematic moments overall. And there are definitely things where that are absolutely cringeworthy. But like this movie felt like the entire movie was cringe, except for a few bits. And so it makes me feel like it's not necessarily that it's a movie of the time. There were going to be cringe bits because of the time yeah. that it was made in. But I feel like it's extremely cringe. Yeah, I yes, I fully anticipated like the doofy stuff to be problematic, like. I didn't, I didn't even think about Doofy when I when I when I was thinking about how bad this movie was going to be. I immediately was like, I hadn't even seen the movie, but I'd seen the other movies, and I was like, it's going to be racist as fuck, and it's going to be sexist as fuck, and it's going to be homophobic as fuck, and it really was. Yeah, I did not remember the homophobic bits at all. Oh, I vividly oh remember them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I I would have to say Doofy was actually the biggest surprise of the movie. Yeah, to me, same. Really? Because I was like. Yeah, I, there was something about that character where, I don't know, I must have blocked it entirely out. But the second I saw Doofy, I was like, oh my god, really? Like, no, see, for me, I remembered that and I was like, well, this is going to be rough. But a lot of the other stuff, like, I assumed it was going to be racist. I didn't expect it to be as racist. I did not remember any of the homophobia or transphobia stuff. I specifically remember, is his name Ray? That's his character's name, Ray? Mm -hmm. I specifically yeah. remember his character being very... Very gay, but unwilling to accept that he was gay, and I really hated it. Right, and and I, it, what rubs me the war, or what what strikes me as bad about that most of all is that like I there was a period in time where I thought that was funny, like I clear I must have enjoyed that joke, uh, and and so yes, some some of me giving it a point zero zero one is giving me myself in the year oh, two thousand. Yeah. I used to think uh, point this movie zero was zero one. so funny. Yep. Like, yep, we're all racist. I, and Everyone's, no, yeah. Everybody is racist, but it's it's wild to look back on. It's wild to think that we're even remotely good human beings for thinking things like this were funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, we've like, grown so much, clearly. But it's also, it's like, it yeah. also ex just shows me, like, how fucked up our are the whole cinema universe is for letting shit like this be a thing that like we were exposed to like we watched this shit when we were children and like people adults made these movies like teenagers didn't make these movies for teenagers adults made the choice to make these very sexist homophobic transphobic racist ableist bullshit like they were like this is funny this is gonna get kids in the theater this is gonna get teens let's do it and like that's fuck the fuck up yeah there are so many issues with it god it really blows and i'm sure it still happens today it's just that i'm not watching the films but like oh my god so bad like it's it's no wonder that trump is our goddamn president right now you know what i mean like oh my god yeah you know we deserve it's this. Just, you know, it's almost as though, uh, you know, Dimension Films is, uh, a, you know, a bad company. You know, you don't see them very often right now. Uh, it, you know, we should call out their, their former, uh, you know, executives, their heads. Uh, this Harvey Weinstein. 
That guy, he sounds, he must have been a real Yeah, guy. I was going to bring up the fact that both these movies are produced by his company, I believe. Oh my god. Yes, Dimension is his label under Miramax. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, so he... <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah, it was made by Harvey Weinstein. Plot twist? Are they like <laughs> fucking yeah. like parody? The, plot, the twist the is stuff. straight. It's yeah. a straight. It's a straight twist. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think for my own sanity, I've got to wrap this week up and forget that I ever watched this movie. Um, anything else you guys want to say? No, but Colleen should pick her thing for next oh, week. Fuck. What are we feeling, guys? Wait, wait, wait. No, we're not going to do this because I've been editing the past fucking three weeks of this ha- this podcast and we never actually wrap it up. And I'm like, where do I cut it? Because it sounds like shit. It's just us trailing off and we need like an actual like something, not at, like a cheesy like, and see you next week, but something other than just us or the oh, conversation we- trailing off. Scream is bad. Yeah, that's- no, Scream is good. Don't watch Scary Movie. You're fine. See you next week. <laughs> Join us next time because I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready.